0: Hi guys, this week's episode was recorded before the awful mass shooting that happened on Saturday afternoon in Buffalo, New York, and if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that Western New York has a very special place in my heart and this thing is just, it it upsets me so much to think about that somebody could be so hateful to drive out of their way to target a low-income, predominantly black neighborhood and do something awful like this, especially in a place that like I love so much. I hate that the world is like this and that there's people out there in the world like this and there's people with these fucked up mentalities who have access to these insane weapons and just the whole situation is devastating. However, I just really wanted to address that and in the description for this episode there will be links where you guys can go and donate anything you possibly can to the families of the victims. And yeah, I just really needed to address this on my podcast and man like let's take care of each other let's love each other like there's absolutely no place in the world for hate like this and it breaks my heart so much but I don't know it just fucking sucks anyways um sorry to be a buzzkill at the beginning of the episode but thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoy this episode of Floribama Shore Let's take care of each other. Bye. Hello, and welcome back to The Shore Store. I'm still your host, Justine, and joining me today, you already know her and love her if you've ever listened to this podcast ever before, Julie from Resting Bitch Face. Hi. Hi. God, I feel like
1: it's been forever since we recorded a podcast together. Like, the last episode I put out was like a month ago. I'm so ashamed of myself.
0: (gasps) Okay, well... (laughs) You got me and my fucking... If anyone's listening to this that isn't one of my Patreon subscribers, I had COVID and yesterday I actually tested negative Yay. for the first time. So, but I still am like congested and sound insane, but like hopefully my voice is still somewhat bearable. Well, when I
1: recorded... It's
0: not the greatest to begin well, when with. when I recorded
1: with Carling <laughs> like the other day or last week or whenever the hell that was... Um, she was kind of sick too but i was like but it's cool because then you have like this sexy raspy thing going on she's like okay
0: yeah th- that's kind of what i'm like hoping for that i'll sound like phoebe on yeah. friends when she like has the sexy mm-hmm. voice <laughs> definitely um okay so after we finish recording this we're gonna do an episode of yes. your show so everybody if you're not already subscribed to resting bitch face go yeah, do we're that we're gonna talk
1: about that uh especially about the corrections officer that helped an inmate escape and there was like this whole chase after them. I cannot believe you haven't heard of this, but I'm excited that you haven't. I can't wait to tell you.
0: No, I have, I have no idea what you're Yay. talking about.
1: Okay. I'm excited.
0: Um, Yeah. So we're going to talk about some Floribama Shore. I feel like I haven't done a Floribama Shore episode in so long, so I'm excited. Um, before we get into the episode, just a little, I don't know, I guess news, some gossip that I discovered on my own, and that is that some catering company in the Atlanta area was tweeting about Kirk, and they were saying that he was trying to get free food from them because he's an oh influencer. My God. And then... Kirk was replying with I never said I wasn't willing to pay for the food I was planning to pay for the food the whole time I was just asking if you guys wanted to do any sort of business together because I can promote you on my social media because I am an influencer but I never said that didn't mean I wasn't going to pay for the food and then Gus decided to get himself involved surprise surprise and Gus was like that's such a shame that my co stars are like that. Like, there's nothing wrong I- I with that. I would gladly pay. It's, I just think that at this point, first of all, when you're any sort of level of fame at all, people are obviously going to make up stories about you, come for you. Who knows if Kirk was trying to get free food or not. My whole thing is like, Gus to me is actively trying to get the show canceled. He's actively trying to, like, Destroy the careers of all of his co stars and himself. He's trying to like get out of his MTV contract. I don't know what's wrong with him, but still no news on the upcoming season Why does he or anything. Hate so, this all
1: so much. Like, doesn't he realize that the Jersey Shore kids have made a career out of this for over a decade? Like, this is their career.
0: Yep, it could be, but <sighs> I. I- I think that something in Gus, like, Gus has always had this, like, insane amount of trauma, and the stories he told, even from the beginning seasons, like, these ones have always been so, like, holy shit, Gus needs, uh, you know, therapy, but I think that something kind of, like, went off on him when Nilsa got pregnant, like, that season when she announced to them she was pregnant he just started spiraling and then that happened around the same time that him and Jeremiah had their big falling out and I just think that you know trauma happens to people and they change completely like Gus doesn't even look like the same person anymore. he doesn't
1: he's it's very strange and you know what as far as the whole Kirk thing I think it was incredibly inappropriate for the company to like out him that was Mm-hmm. not necessary at all
0: um well they didn't they didn't say his name they just said some guy who was on floor Shore, ashore and then he was the one who replied and not was necessary like
1: necessary because first of all if i had a following i would do the same thing you see like if you can work out a discount or uh like something because you have a following and you can promote them so you're working together to market together It's mutually beneficial. It's beneficial for the company and it's beneficial for the customer. There's nothing wrong with that unless he came in, which I don't see Kirk doing because he's not this doesn't seem to be this kind of person and was like, you should give it to me for free because blah, blah, blah. But if you just presented it as an opportunity, like, hey, I, I do have an influential following and maybe we can work something out and I can promote you and you can give me a, you know, mutually beneficial situation. There's nothing wrong with that. I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And influencers do that a thousand times a day. So honestly, it gives a bad taste in my mouth for the catering company, not for Kirk. I feel like it kind of, kind of like backfired on them what do you think about it yeah
0: I can I totally agree with you if I was in any sort of position like that I'd be probably trying to get shit all the time yeah. not gonna lie I'd probably say hey like do you want to do some sort of deal yeah, or like you whatever. offer it as
1: an option and if they say no then okay that's fine
0: it's a totally normal thing and it's not like Kirk is this big like um controversial person like janelle from Teen mom or something like that you know what i mean
1: let me see how many people he has you know what his what's his last name
0: mendez is that correct Hmm.
1: does he even well he must have an uh an instagram account well i'll look up how many Uh, followers he has but I'm sure it's at least hundreds of thousands I'd give him a discount to promote my catering company
0: yeah they all have like a decent amount of like obviously nothing compared
1: to I would give him a discount in a heartbeat no matter what my company was to promote my business that's a lot of that's over a quarter million
0: 2,090 is honestly nothing
1: 290,000
0: that that's no, nothing but that's
1: still a lot of people
0: for being on mtv for like five that's years practically, that's really that's not practically
1: like, it's just free marketing pretty much i do it
0: the situation has three million followers well
1: yeah but that's different that's different <clears throat> let's talk about this episode because it i it was kind of crazy i liked it
0: uh, I honestly f- felt like this I was kind of nervous at first When you said you wanted to do Floribama Why? Because I was like I feel like nothing happens in this episode Until the very end But stuff happened yeah, through it was the a whole good episode. episode This was good So season 2 episode 13 Scorn in the Bayo, Bayou Bayou I don't know how to say that yeah. Bayou oh, Okay Was way <laughs> off um, This is the first episode of the New Orleans thing This is something I love about Floribama Is that they go on trips. Mm-hmm. This season, we see them go to uh, a different area of Florida. We see them do the New Orleans, and we also later in the season see them go to Mexico.
1: Nice. That's um, a lot of trips.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jersey Shore never did that. They only they did, ever like, did their. Uh, they did their Atlantic City in season yeah, one. Yeah, but they went to
1: Italy for like the whole season. They went to Miami for when whole they were season. in Italy. Th-
0: when they were in italy they went to like another part of italy at one point uh nothing like this though
1: um i this made me want to go on a on a road trip with my friends it looks like fun but when they're trying to sell the idea to courtney and they're like you can piss in the street and nobody's even gonna care i was like well fucking scratch that shit off my list because i don't need to go there that's disgusting. And everyone says that New Orleans okay, so just I was gonna smells ask. like piss and shit on. Um, You've no, never been. I've never been, but I've heard that, like, on. What is the name of that street? Bourbon yes, Street? That it just smells like piss and shit and vomit. Like, I don't need to go there. I'm good. There's so many other places. I've heard I've the same up. thing.
0: I've never been either wrestlemania goes there a lot and it seems like the most like lit wrestlemania because all the wrestlers will like party the week before on bourbon street and everything and you can just like go to a bar and meet them which i find so exciting and i've heard the exact same thing that bourbon street just reeks of piss however it's one of those like uh bucket list places that i just feel like I need to go to at least once in my life, you know, get a drink, flash my tits, get some beads. I
1: don't know if I I ever needed to go. My husband would be, I mean, my husband won't even go swimming in a public pool. He won't go to water parks. Like there's no way in fuck he would want to go hang out on Bourbon Street. He would be so disgusted. So disgusted. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey, I I think it'd be a good time, but you have to know what you're getting yourself into. You have to be... I think I probably you know. would have enjoyed
1: it in my 20s, but I think at this point, I would much rather go to Greece and stay in one of those cool, like, cave hotels. That sounds a lot better to mm. me. Go get massages and, I don't know, get drunk on a cruise. Like, that sounds like a lot more fun. So.
0: Yeah, two kind of, like, completely different Yeah, trips. exactly. Yep. Okay, so the roommates are all sitting around, Amy's like telling them that they're gonna go on this road trip and they're all kinda like, you know, they're they're making it seem like they're discussing where they're gonna go, but to me they're just guessing at this point, because obviously they already know. And she specifically says road trip and Gus made me laugh because he's like, Uh, like Hawaii or the Bahamas. Uh That's not
1: how road trips work, Gus.
0: So stupid.
1: I was like those places sound great but yeah I actually was thinking I wasn't even thinking I didn't even read the description or anything of where they were going but I thought that this was going to be an instance where she she said her old stomping grounds I thought they were going home to like her house because they've done that before Mm. haven't they didn't they go home to her house
0: um, they went to Courtney's house, but we did, we have seen Amy's house, uh, I think it was the beginning of this most recent season, Cody picked her up and mm-hmm. we saw her, like, her house in her town that has, like, 500 people in it. So were they at Courtney's
1: house when, like, Cody's parents came down? Mm. I remember there
0: was an episode,
1: or maybe they, they went They to go Coast. to Cody's parents' oh, okay, house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's next oh. season.
0: And, uh... Candace's mom is like obsessed with Jeremiah. Oh my gosh, so funny. How, funny. how
1: funny. She's
0: like fanning herself and he's like doing oh the perk. Oh my god. Like...
1: That makes me want to <laughs> die. Like secondhand embarrassment just thinking about it. Oh. Wow. <laughs>
0: um. So speaking of Jeremiah, this is where he comes back after his grandfather's funeral. And I just love how beige his personality is because when he walks in the door, he doesn't even tell a dad joke he just says who wants to hear a dad <laughs> joke <laughs> uh-huh. like he couldn't even think of one funny enough to open up the door with it was just so on brand for right him.
1: and they all knew exactly who it was just by I mean, not even by just his voice but by him saying that
0: oh so mm-hmm. funny um so they're all sitting around eating and he asked the house to catch him up on what he'd missed and gus and nilsa kiss and His face is just so funny to me. He's like, oh, shit. My chances are officially gone. Oh,
1: my God. What, his chances with Gus or his chances with Nielsa?
0: His chances with (laughs)
1: Gus. (laughs) I actually, like, I think.
0: He could have had Nielsa I wonder all
1: the time what things would have turned out like if Gus and Nielsa were together. Do you think he'd be more normal? He's odd. It's
0: She's just, just an odd person. It's, yeah. Gus, yeah, it's so hard to say. It's like just like one of those things that you know he liked her so much at the beginning, and she didn't like him at all. And then all of a sudden, you know, who knows if it was like I think I think it was like after the show had aired, and Gus became this like. You know, sex symbol guy, and people thought he was hot and everything. Then all of a sudden, Nils is like, now I want him because, like, everyone finds him hot, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just one of those things that, ugh, who knows? But y- their situation is like, just like fucked up, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> That's true.
0: So Candace's mom calls the house and um, asks her if it's true that Gator tried to hit her. Um, This episode turns dark real quick. Uh, So we find out that her friend had called her mom and told her that. And that's why her friends don't like Gator. Um, Candace, this whole episode is very adamant on being like, he never hit me. He grabbed my face and shoved me, but he didn't actually hit me. That is such an
1: abuse thing. Trying to make excuses as if if Mm -hmm. choking you is better than hitting you
0: yeah it's fucked up yeah it's fucked up it's bad um she said it happened the night before she left for panama city beach yeah
1: so he must have been probably pissed just that she was going right like jealous
0: yeah yeah he seems like the type of guy because even remember when he came to visit the house and she got a phone call and he was like who's calling you and he was bullying her the whole time pretty much
1: I hated that guy from the second I heard his name. Uh, And I've (laughs) only just started hating him more and more as each episode goes. So Mm
0: -hmm. nothing
1: has gotten better. He's awful. Hate him.
0: It's it's not Mm -mm. cool. And the fact, I feel like... She knew it was over with him because even though she is kind of defending him a little bit this episode, I don't really think she would have said anything to the roommates or on camera if she wasn't sort of done with him. Oh already. yeah, yeah.
1: No, she would have kept that to herself. She wouldn't have wanted anyone to yeah. know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so they leave for New Orleans. The boys are in one car, the girls are in another car. The girls have this conversation that just happens really quick that made me laugh. And they're saying that now that Jeremiah is back, they think that Gus is going to start to act differently around Nilsa. And then Amy's just like, if he does that, he's a bitch, man. Wow.
1: (laughs) That really tells you something. Like, do you think that it's an inside thing with all of them knowing that something is weird with Gus and Jeremiah?
0: yes yes like
1: actually talk about it
0: I think that they could feel that sexual tension in the house
1: oh it's so weird
0: I mean once once you see it you can't not see
1: it yeah you're right because that one episode that we did together I was like yeah I saw that moment I felt that uncomfortable moment
0: it is strange. Uh-huh. It's
1: pretty strange. It really
0: is. Yeah. And Jeremiah to me is such a I don't know, I'm I'm just so curious about him because he stays off social media. We don't really know anything about his personal life except for what he wants to show us the fact that like he has a brother who's also really into working yeah. out and like that's really it. We don't like It it just fascinates me because I always try to, like, lurk him and find stuff out about him. And he's just, like, nowhere to be seen. But then Gus is, like, posting his new fiancé, which is crazy to say. Like, every day posting pictures of them, like, making out. And, like, ugh. They're just... They just went two different ways, I guess. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Um,
0: Okay. So they arrive at the Hilton, New Orleans. And they eat this king cake... This to me was like this is I've very never dangerous. Heard of so like
1: this.
0: No, neither had I I I looked it up after when I was doing the notes because I was so curious. So this cake you'd eat a piece of it and there's a teeny 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 little baby and that's why I'm saying it's dangerous because <laughs> it's it's the smallest little thing. You could swallow it so easily. Yeah, I think there are so many and whoever... people
1: know what to expect with that cake. I wouldn't have known.
0: Yeah, but you're, you're in New Orleans, yeah, you're drunk, like, it, it would just, it would be easy to just, like, yeah, swallow would, that I thing would have whole. I had no
1: idea. I had never heard of that before. It was so strange.
0: No. The the baby is supposed to symbolize, like, um, this is, this actually started from, like, religious reasons, no. but the baby is supposed to symbolize, like, good luck and good things are coming to you. Okay. So I liked that Jeremiah got it because he's he was kind of in well, like yeah, down in the dump his since his grandfather. Passed. That was nice
1: that he's the one that yeah. got it. And then like he got all excited about it, was like I'm the king and they were saying that he was the king. That was pretty cute.
0: Yeah. Um so they go to like a parade, they go to a bar, they get these drinks called shark attacks where the bartender's like uh shark attack that and throws the awesome. shark I in liked
1: that. That was funny
0: universal does that too i I thought
1: it was really funny but i was like i wonder how it must be super annoying also for the bartender that has to do it it's probably Mm. not fun the 50th time you've done it that day you're probably like fucking shark attack oh my god take your stupid drink (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah no whenever i see the videos of like universal of the bartenders doing it at the uh at like the jaws bar i'm i would say the same thing i'm like they must get so fucking oh, yeah. annoyed and then you, you know everyone universal is like one of those places where everyone vlogs at so then everyone has They're their fucking a, yep. their cameras up making videos like it just on, must like, be Jim like
1: Bob's TikTok somewhere
0: mm-hmm. yeah that must be super yeah. annoying.
1: I also, I think it's really uncomfortable when people record other people and don't ask. Like, I think that's really weird. I would never just pull out my phone and record something and not ask that person if it was okay. What do you think <sighs> about that?
0: I mean, I, I totally fucking agree with you. And honestly, this is like one of those things <clears throat> like... I always just pray to God that like I just get ignored when I'm in public because I do not want to end up on somebody's TikTok or anything. But it's just the world we live in, right? Like I I get TikToks all the time where people are like making fun of somebody at the gym Mm -hmm. or making fun of uh, emo kid at the mall or something like that. And all the comments are like, this person is literally just trying to I live know. their life. Like, I,
1: uh, I actually think about that, too, because I was thinking about starting to record some of my workouts at the gym for my TikTok account. But then I was thinking, I don't want other people at the gym to feel uncomfortable, like they're going to be in the background of my video. You know, I don't I want people to be able to go to the gym, do their workout and not worry about being on somebody's random YouTube channel in the background. So, I don't know. I'm torn there was a about guy.
0: That. There was a guy. It was in like the news. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, if I have a cough attack. I'm also smoking my weed pen while we're recording this, which isn't really good for the cough attacks, but whatever. Um, There was this guy in my hometown and it was on the news. He was recording girls at the gym. So, if they were walking on like the stair machine or the treadmill, he would come up behind them and like record their ass and post them on porn websites like on Pornhub and stuff like that and girls were like what the fuck like you're recording my ass and my leggings at the gym and posting it on porn websites and this guy got like charged and everything obviously but yeah it's it's fucked I don't know
1: I was actually thinking about building my own little gym area at home so that I could still record some videos but i like using gym equipment i don't know it just kind of sucks i did hear on a podcast or something that there's actual gyms where you can rent a space to record have you heard of this
0: no but it, it, i haven't heard of this but it doesn't like, surprise me it fantastic makes sense a
1: business idea you could totally open a gym that had you know maybe 10 little studios in it that had all the basic gym equipment that you needed: the dumbbells, the barbell, squat rack, a cable machine, a treadmill, an elliptical, and you could rent out that space for like an hourly rate, where people can come in and there's already like tripods set up and ring lights and the lighting adjustment. How fucking awesome that's, would that be?
0: That that's a great business idea because so many people have their own businesses sharing their workouts mm-hmm. and getting people to pay for their workouts. You should and stuff. cut this out of and the And then it's it's so funny too, because <laughs> my my friend and I were um my friend and I were talking about this when we were away. Uh we were actually saying how so many influencers and people who do that, they're just using their good genetics to make money. And it's kind of fucked up if you yeah. think about it. Like somebody who looks like um Summer Ray, for example, or like Katia um I don't know her last name but she does workouts by Katia and she's got a big ass and it's like they're using their genetics of like you know having a a bigger booty and bigger legs and stuff to be like build your own booty like this but some people's genetics don't work that way some people get big shoulders and have small hips and like you know it's it's kind of fucked up but at the same time it's like good for them I guess
1: I know You should cut that whole thing out, and we should talk about it together. We could start our own business. (laughs) (laughs) That'd probably be great money. You make, like, the initial investment into all the equipment, and then, I don't know, the money comes in. Maybe I'll convert my garage and rent it out.
0: Mm. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to cut that out for the Patreon, but I will cut it out for the main feed. Well, it's so just let just me put...
1: it. i mean whatever
0: let me let me put in a time I'm stamp not gonna, it's not
1: like i have like an extra five hundred thousand dollars to go start my business right now
0: so <laughs> i mean why would you <clears> need <throat> that though
1: well you would need like the equipment you would need the building or the rent for the building you really wouldn't need yeah. employees you would just like need yourself because then you just rent out the time yeah. People could have little badge. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about it now.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go back to okay, the episode. Yeah. So they they all go out to eat, and Candace is in full pleasers, like Kurt calls them thought cleats, which I, I love. It. But Jesus fucking Christ, I was like, girl, Fuck that. like full on stripper Fuck mode, that. walking down the street. All
1: I can think about is how I would be fucking miserable like three minutes in and then you're stuck in that shit
0: those types of heels though are more comfortable than like a normal bar heel so i do see it in that way because pleasers have a platform on them so that's why like strippers wear them right because they're the platform gives the illusion that they're higher up than they are so like the actual heel Mm. part is very very low so your foot isn't really Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? You just I have to walk to on the actual platform. But but then a normal heel that you would buy at like I don't know, any shoe store that's like a pump, that will like bend the fuck out of your out of your foot and that those ones like actually hurt. Um, I don't know, I'd still this rather This isn't a visual podcast, rather, but I'm like doing this I'd with my I'd still rather
1: hand. just wear like sneakers and be comfortable.
0: Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Hell I am, yeah. like, past the days um, of
1: wearing heels. Like, no thanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel you. Um, I like I like some vans with a dress or something. I'm, like, good mm-hmm. with that. Yep. So at, at the restaurant, Courtney makes a comment here where she's, like, you know, they're talking about what they're going to order. And she's, like, I'm just going to get some mozzarella sticks and drink. And I was, like, if that wasn't me a couple years ago even like that used to be me like i don't care i'm just gonna eat the bare minimum and just drink all of my food oh can relate to her but totally bad for you um and then this is where candace reveals to the roommates uh that gator put her hands on her
1: yeah i do agree with you that she must have known the episode that the the relationship was over otherwise she would never have brought this up on camera or if Mm -hmm. it came up on camera where her mom called her and she had to say that she still wouldn't have revealed it to the cast that just didn't make sense so
0: yeah unless the producers were like you have to tell them because i don't know who knows but she tells them all of this she keeps making excuses for him um Cody's like, we let this man into our house. Um, Amy says to her, like, it's only going to get worse. Wait until he knocks you out and you have a crack mm-hmm. in your skull. And she points to a big scar on her head. Um, yeah, it's just really dark yeah. stuff. But did
1: she ever get back together with him after this? Do you remember?
0: I want to say that they broke up like after this shortly i hope so i don't i don't really remember the season is i wrote down how many episodes there are in this season because it's there's 26 episodes in this season wow so um still because you know how they did it they did it um like part one and two Mm. when it was airing they didn't air it all at once
1: i hate when when i hate when shows do that when they have like a mid-season I know. finale, and they're like, "Oh, in two months or in six weeks," I hate that.
0: I know it's so that they could get more work out of them with pay, with without oh, raising their pay for another season. They do it. They do it to the Teen Mom girls that's all the time. Up. I
1: didn't realize that. I mean, they yeah, should, they should Te- pay them. Teen Mom's to-
0: actually the worst for it because there's like twelve seasons or something, and then they'll go like. Season six, part C. That's fucked like up. Teen Mom's the I worst. Mean, they should yeah. pay them
1: according to episode numbers, not seasons.
0: And six I, that's how, how the episode. like,
1: that's how like every show ever did it.
0: I mean, it's so hard to compare Jersey Shore because at the time Jersey Shore was like the biggest show on TV, but the Jersey Shore cast, like their agents got them that's how they got it them to be paid per episode when with this they're probably stretching out the episodes as far as they can go with paying them like the least amount of money that they can get away with
1: yeah that's crazy because the the network makes so much money like there's so much money made like pay your talent so they actually want to be on the show
0: hmm <sighs> yep And then what ends up happening is they end up giving them too much freedom with the Mm -hmm. talent. And then the talent starts acting like Gus or like fucking Kale on Teen Mom. Are you keeping up with with that bullshit? I'm not watching
1: the show, but I was listening. I listened to the recaps when Jody and Amanda do them. And I listened last Mm -hmm. night and I, I heard the one where Kale is like flipping off the producers and saying she makes money on the podcast. Like, I don't understand how she's making a lot of money on the podcast because her fucking podcast sucks. Like, I could not get through 10 minutes of coffee convos. She and her co-host are terrible.
0: Um, she has three podcasts now. So she has coffee convos, baby mama, no dramas. And then she has a new one called Barely Famous and i haven't listened to any of that i haven't listened to i don't think i've listened to any of baby mama no drama the only coffee combos i've listened to i listened when she had chelsea on i listened when she had devoin on brianna's baby daddy and i listened when she had javi on um and then i listened when she had like the psychic girl on i remember how was that it was good. I, I liked the episode a lot. And then they aired it on the show when she had the psychic gong, and then everybody tore it to shreds. And I was like, I actually really liked that episode <laughs> listening to it. But yeah, there's no fucking way that she makes more money uh-uh. off podcasting than Teen Mom. Because Teen Mom is paying them half a million a year, well, give or take. Show
1: sucks. Their show sucks. They're not good podcasters. The only reason they have any type of a listenership is because she's Teen Mom.
0: No, exactly. And and this is what I said on my Teen Mom episode. I said no one in a year is going to give a fuck about her since she's off mm-hmm. the show. Like look at Janelle. Janelle was the biggest star of Teen Mom too. Do people give a fuck about her anymore? No. No,
1: cuz they're not watching her drama unfold on the show. And isn't she back on the show already? Like, wasn't she only off for like a few weeks or something?
0: So what they're doing with Teen Mom is they're combining both shows into one show now. Um, And they offered Kale to be on that show and she declined it. And she declined like the family reunion show that they're doing now. Like so, Kale's just not going to be on. Team I don't mom know anymore. how she's long done. that's going
1: to last unless she's been really smart with her money and put it away and saved.
0: She hasn't been. She just she just blew ha- half a million dollars on suing so Brianna, stupid. and now she owes Brianna all of this money because Brianna's counter-suing her for the lawyer charges, and she's settling with Brianna. She's going to pay her like a hundred grand or something. Of money and time and all. Energy. all also that literally the level of petty kale is she did all of that just so that Brianna had to admit in front of a court of law that she fucked Chris that's the only reason why kale did that But did
1: she did she reveal that
0: Yeah cuz she yeah cuz she admitted it during the during oh, the court Oh snap Mhm
1: what but yeah, Kale has definitely like, is, is not smart with her Brianna money. Always wanting to fuck all of Kale's exes. Like, get a fucking life, you weirdo.
0: She's a it's trash, trash person. Weird. They're both. They're both trash people. It's weird.
1: Can you not find any other men out there that haven't fucked Kale and had a baby with her? Like, it's so weird. It's almost like obsessive.
0: I mean, the level of petty that these two are towards so each other. Stupid. It's. I, I can't believe that I it's fucking like high school it's, care it's as much as I level do but
1: of immaturity
0: it's I've never in my life even at my most immature petty I would never even close to that'
1: weird
0: but yeah Kale thinks that she's the next Joe Rogan oh and my that she's God. gonna be making millions and millions and millions off podcasting oh my God. and um honestly thank god that all of her kids have stable fathers somewhat no, you know what i mean chris like that they'll be okay all.
1: chris is awful
0: yeah but javi and joe have their shit well, together yeah there's two of and them, and we'll be okay because there's
1: two other kids that don't like i still can't fucking believe that she had a second kid with that fucking deadbeat what a f- moron it is just so unfair to the child it is so unfair to the child like get your head out of your own ass stop being so selfish and think about the Mm -hmm. well-being of the child you already have one child with this deadbeat who has nothing to do with his kid why the fuck would you do that again why
0: it's awful i mean so many so many women do so many women do but here's the thing with here's the thing with kale and with really almost anyone on reality tv but specifically kale i think that from being on tv from when she was 16 years old and like having you know being this like quote unquote special person Mm. i think it fucked up her head so badly that she truly believes that like she is special and that she is making millions of dollars off podcasting. Yeah. Like, we all look at her like she's fucking stupid and delusional, but like she lives in a completely different universe than the rest of yeah. us. You know what I mean? Like being on camera from the time you're 16 must really fuck with your mm. head.
1: And to that point, I would say it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of when you watch Love After Lockup. Do you ever watch that? I can't remember if you watch it. No.
0: I've never seen okay, it. Okay, you got to no. watch it.
1: It's so fucking trashy and so good. But anyways, so Love After Lockup, they're always talking about how whatever age the inmate was when they got locked up, when they get out of jail, their their maturity level is at that same age as when they went Mm -hmm. in. So if they went in at 17 and they get out at 25, they're mentally still 17. I feel like the same can be said about Kaylin and when she started getting on TV maturity wise. She was 16 or 15 when she got on MTV. Now she's 30 and she's still acting like a 16-year-old when it comes to her maturity and her pettiness with other people. It's kind of crazy. Yep.
0: A hundred percent. She's, I don't know, I would say I'm worried for their for her kids. And, and I am in the ways of like, I think that she's going to... F- fuck them up without even realizing it with all of her back and forth with all of her fucking baby daddies and all this shit and now she's got a new boyfriend and she's saying that this boyfriend is the one yeah sure
1: and she said she said
0: when she said you know how people say when you just know you know she goes i never even felt this way about javi when i was married to javi and her boyfriend's like 23 years old like it's it's a fucking mess kale's a mess Oh, anyways. What were
1: we talking about again? Oh, Floribama Shore.
0: <laughs> Floribama Shore. Okay, so they're on Bourbon Street, and I noticed the shooter girl, and this made me miss being a, a, doing hooter uh-huh. shooters. She is giving Gus and Kirk hooter shooters. When you, like, put the test oh, tube yeah. in between your yeah. boobs, and then they take it, and then you, like, sit on their lap and grab it out of their oh. mouth. Oh, my God. It's... So gross. I used to do that uh, do to like to 100 guys of, like, a night pre-COVID.
1: You take it out of their mouth with your hand or?
0: Well, you can or you can like put no, your mouth you're... over it oh, and then God, grab it with no. your mouth.
1: Don't do that.
0: <laughs> why? That's oh, what I used God, to Oh, my God.
1: That's <laughs> so. I like just. I don't know. The older I get, the more germaphobe I am.
0: But you're not touching their mouth. Yeah, but they're, like, you're touching the other end of the. you are like
1: breathed on it.
0: Yeah, they know, did breathe gross. on it. I don't know; it's really gross. Use your
1: hands or your boobies next time. Just grab it with your boobs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, I wrote, "Courtney's bull riding skills are impressive," because she was hanging on to yeah, that thing was. for dear that life. You could definitely tell she was on like, it for that a that long was time. First time? No. I have you ever? done the bull riding thing at a bar
1: i i always me neither i've never done i always was like i'm gonna fall off in the first half second and be all embarrassed then be trying to like pull my ass out of that big giant pillow that's on the side that you just like fall into and like can't get out (laughs) and everybody's watching you and sometimes they make the bull shake where you're like your ass jiggles. Yeah. And I'm like, all I can think about is like I don't want my jiggly ass and my thighs and everybody's looking at me. I was like, no fucking thank you. I've never I've been to a lot of bars that had that and I never had a desire to get on one. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay, because I've always wanted to, and every time I've gone to a bar where they had it, it's always been broken. Oh, really? Like, there's always been some sort of reason. Like, there's this bar in Niagara Falls called Big Texas Country Bar, Mm -hmm. and they have a bowl. And I think all three times I've been there, it's been broken. Like, I have pictures sitting on it, but I've never actually done it. So Yeah, I just... I'm gonna I'm gonna make you no, do it when no, we get I'm together. Good. We're gonna go to a well, bar. Well, I'll just
1: make sure I'm wearing jeans and not like shorts or anything.
0: Just do like <laughs> two shots of tequila, <laughs> and then you'll be fine. We'll
1: see. We'll
0: see about that. Um. Okay. So this whole Bourbon Street thing—they're like having a dance party on the street. It looks like wild. so much fun. Gus and Nilsa are having this like. Drunk emotional talk. You look over. Courtney has a snake wrapped yeah, around she her. Does. She's like okay, licking yeah, that was it.
1: Gross! Like that was gross. I have snakes. That was a reticulated python. It's the I think it's like the biggest python in the in North America or something. They get really really big. Um, they're beautiful. I love them. I want some, but we don't...
0: Isn't that dangerous for her to be, like, grabbing its head and, like, putting it in her mouth? I mean, mouth?
1: that was... That grossed me out. I would never... I would never lick a snake. Like, they pee and they shit and then they, like, slither through it. Like, that's gross. You could get sick. It's Don't lick things. Um just don't fucking lick things don't like take test tubes out of people's mouths with your mouth don't don't <laughs> lick snakes and put their face in your mouth like it's just all bad all bad decisions going around here it was a beautiful snake though i was like ooh, reticulated python love it
0: i know you would be the one I like i oh, for you obviously sure. wouldn't lick it but you would be the Courtney, oh, and i yeah. would be like oh my god get that thing i would have been super me.
1: excited i think they're really beautiful snakes they're pretty awesome
0: yeah. um my friend colin from the best supporting podcast and all right mary he's in florida right now and he literally just sent us a video and it was like all these lizard, like huge lizards like running up a tree and i replied i'm like that's literally like the only thing i don't like about florida like everything scares me
1: <laughs> i don't like florida because well when they're going on that like boat thing I'm like, that's probably the last thing I would ever want to do. I think, like, the Florida swamps, the humidity, the bugs, the mosquitoes. I hate all of that shit. No, thank you.
0: Oh, you've never done an airboat no, ride? No, I do
1: I'm good.
0: Oh, I did one when I went to Miami. I, I, did it, I didn't want to do it. It wasn't my first choice of things, but I did have a great the time. The swamps just totally I liked grossed it. me out. The boat that I went on, though, wasn't like this boat. It was more like you're under a... I don't know. It's hard to explain. It was a different kind of boat, though. It wasn't so out in the open, if that makes sense. No,
1: I'm good. Um, I i just hate swampy things in general. It just grosses me out.
0: Ugh. Oh, I liked it. I had fun. And I was like... How they were all so scared, like that was me. I was like, "Oh my God, like if I see an alligator, I'm gonna freak out, and like those alligators are like trained, like you even see it here, you how the worker was like feeding yeah. it because because you have to think like a hundred of those boats go around a day yeah. they see they see people all day, and they know that when they come around, they're getting fed, mm-hmm. you know, like those alligators are like i
1: I went you know. to like a gator theme park in orlando or something gator world or gator land or
0: gator land yeah
1: have you ever been to something like that
0: i haven't been to that one but when i did my airboat ride in miami afterwards they had a gator show and they had a guy who had like a bunch of them and so i thought it was super interesting
1: but again i don't like swampy things
0: swampy (laughs) things (laughs) okay Where are we? So everyone's drunk at the hotel. This was, this moment was just bizarre. Courtney ends up in the bed with Gus and Cody. So they're sharing a bed and she's like on the couch and Gus is telling Courtney to come in the bed. And for some reason she cuddles right up against Gus instead of going in the middle of them. And Gus is like, you know in his talking head he's like this is just a test to see if nilsa really can handle just being friends with benefits and it's like no thank you thank you i was like that is not a test
1: he knows exactly what he's doing he's so full of shit and he's like using courtney as a pawn who was sleeping on the couch and is probably so drunk that she just, like, wandered over there and got in bed. She wasn't even thinking about it. She wasn't thinking about getting in between them. He just used her to piss off Nilsa. It was so shitty.
0: Yeah, Because it earlier was. in the
1: night he was talking about, like, I don't know whose bed I'm going to sleep in. And he's, like, teasing Nilsa and then he's calling Courtney over to cuddle. He's such an asshole.
0: Yeah, yeah he's a douchebag. Mm-hmm um the next morning cody's waking everybody up he keeps calling it a swamp boat ride which is funny um and then gus tells courtney that amy and nilsa are pissed at her so she goes to confront them and amy's like um we didn't say anything about you and nilsa's like yeah next time you want to say something you can ask me quietly without like yelling at me without everyone hearing me and then um you know, you can just tell that Amy, this whole trip, just wants to backhand gush. She's like, I wasn't talking about Courtney. She's, like, yelling at him while like, she has she this like, dark yellow foundation. Like
1: happening here? She is so wild in this episode. She's, like, wanting to she fight is. people.
0: She is, but I'm not even going to lie. I'm on her side for everything. No, I, I just liked how she again. was yelling at him with the... With the foundation all over her I face.
1: I, yeah, I was not on her side at the end, but.
0: No, 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 okay. no, no, no. So, okay, so we do, so we do this airboat ride. We see it. The, the funniest part to me was just that Gus took his shirt off and Amy called him a douchebag. She's like, "Now nah, that's a real douchebag. Yeah. Just made me yeah. laugh. So we already talked about that. Fine. Back at the hotel, this is where the fight starts. So Gus and Cody tell Amy that they're, going to dinner in about an hour and amy's pissed because she was told a different time and she thought that she had more, like enough time to nap and shower and all that stuff and she only has an hour so she can't nap she's just pissed so she goes up to nilsa and she's like are you going with them or are you staying with me because i'm pissed the fuck off and the dude you fuck with is a selfish little bitch mm. and then gus is like you're the only one that doesn't want to leave in yeah, an hour, so like out of eight you're eight of us being selfish. Are ready
1: to go, are cool with leaving at this time, and so we're not the selfish ones. You are the selfish one. A thousand yeah. percent agree with a- them.
0: Yes, but then, th- Amy just like takes it to a whole other level, and this is hilarious to me because this whole time Jeremiah is like getting a pump on. But- He's just, like, lifting a weight over and over again. So his muscles look big in his yeah. shirt. Um, but Amy's like, that's why I can't stand you. I swear to God. Keep talking shit. I can't wait to slap this shit out of you. Yeah. And then Gus is like, keep acting like a woman. And she's like, you cry all the time, you weak bitch. Yeah. And then this is where Gus hits her with the low blow. Yes. He says, you cry anytime someone calls you out for being overweight. And then Amy just fucking charges him.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So let so going back here, Gus was in the right. This is a majority rules situation. 7 out of 8 people are cool with leaving at this time. So you either get on board or you take your nap, you get ready and you get to take an Uber to meet us later. Like we don't all need to wait for you. You're being selfish by telling people we all need to wait for you.
0: And also, an hour isn't nothing to get ready. That's like it's not time. like he said you have to be she ready in fifteen minutes. Nap. Like she didn't need to wash her hair. She could easily shampoo, just like take a quick yeah, take a quick shower, brush it out, dry like, shampoo
1: it, use your hair dryer on it after you dry shampoo it, put it in a ponytail, like whatever the fuck anything. you need to do. Yeah.
0: Like, I take fucking forever to get ready and, like, when I'm on vacation and shit, like, I do not care about how I look because I'm like, this is such a waste of time to, like, get ready because you're going to go out in the humidity and your hair is going to fucking frizz up anyways and your makeup's going to run down your face anyways. Mm -hmm. And it's just a waste of time to spend so much time in the hotel getting ready when you could be out having fun and doing things. nobody fucking
1: cares. You don't know anybody here. Nobody cares Mm -hmm. what your hair looks like. Just throw it in a, like, messy bun and throw some makeup on and get the fuck out of there. Like, take a shower. Yeah, an hour is plenty of time to get ready. Yeah, Plenty of time. But she wanted to lay around and take a power nap and then get ready. But, like, Mm -hmm. either come with everybody or come later, but we're not all going to sit around for an extra hour when we're ready to go just so that you can take a nap. You're being selfish. Fuck off. And then, yeah, she's, she's kind of, she's starting the fight. She keeps saying behind, well, loud enough for him to hear, but behind Gus's back, like how selfish she is, selfish, 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 motherfucker, da, 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 da. And so he's saying, he's coming back with it. And I totally think she was in the wrong. And then she says something about him being a little bitch, like a crybaby. And he hits her with a low blow too. So I don't know. I think you say mean shit when you're trying to hurt somebody's feelings, and I think she was the one that started the whole thing. So,
0: yeah, Mm. I agree. I agree. I'm I'm Team Gus until he hit her with the low blow about about the weight. I didn't like that. Made fun
1: of his like childhood trauma and how he's emotional about it.
0: But he said first to her, "You like you don't act like a woman." And then that's oh. when she said to him, like, and you don't act like a man because you're, like, always crying like a bitch.
1: I don't know. Were, I don't know. So, it was, like, I, I did not. I definitely did not take Amy's side on this.
0: I did when she hit him for calling her overweight. I was, like, yeah. he. At that point, I think his guts My deserved a slap. And honestly.
1: does she literally, like, hit him, hit him? Physically? Yes. Like, okay. You never. I will say this over and over again you don't fight words with violence you fight words with words Mm -hmm. you fight violence with violence you do not physically hit someone because of words they said to you so i'm not gonna i'm not on her side with that at all for sure
0: i mean this was i think no this wasn't the first time we've seen amy get physical because in season one she pushed kirk over Mm -hmm. the coffee table and later in this season, uh, we see her get arrested for hitting somebody at a bar, and uh, yeah, and then obviously you know she goes to anger management and she becomes better. So,
1: well, that's good.
0: You know, that's good. But um, but yeah, it's just uh, you know, Gus, Gus is a little bitch sometimes, and he uh he fights like a girl sometimes, but. Yeah, I agree. I feel like she was making a huge deal over an hour. It's not like they told her, Okay, you have to be ready in ten minutes, then then I would have been pissed. Right. I would have been like, well, Okay. But um, yeah. It's just it's just a stupid thing. Like you said, she's probably getting her period. Yeah, she
1: just seemed like in a bitch ass mood. And usually when I'm like full mm-hmm. bitch ass mood, it's because I'm about to start my period.
0: I mean, and she kind of explains it like she was already mad at Gus for something else, and then she was also a little bit upset with him because of how he was treating Nilsa, and yeah. you know she's really protective over Nilsa. So, yeah, that's kind of just where we end. Is she and
1: Nilsa that are that super close still?
0: Um, I definitely think that that they're actually friends in real life. Yes.
1: Yeah, but like opposed to, to like Snooki and Jay who I just so think is a business. So overprotective, thing. it's just strange. Like Nilsa's not some delicate flower; she's fine. She doesn't need you to like mommy her. <laughs> it's weird.
0: Yeah, a- I know. Amy is very like ride or die for Nilsa since like yeah since the first season. Yeah. She's very has her back. But hey, like I would like to have a friend like that. Shit.
1: I don't know. I just want somebody to listen to me, bitch. And be like, all right, you feel better now? That's all I need. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm here yeah, for. <laughs> of course. You and my
1: uh, my friend, Lanise. Like, we, Lanise and I, like, only talk to each other when we have, like, shit we want to complain about. But it's fine. Like, we love each other. And, like, that we're, we're cool. Because we just know how to listen. And we don't always have to give advice. We're just like, yeah, go for it. What's going on? Tell me about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like every friendship. It's like, okay, I have nothing nice to tell you. So just listen to all the negative things. Yeah. You
1: turn 30. It's a lot more of just listen to me, bitch. Yeah. That's all right, though. I like it. I'm into it.
0: Well, Julie, thank you so much for joining me today. Of
1: course. Thank you for having me. I love doing the show. I love seeing your beautiful face on my screen.
0: And you're going to keep seeing it because we're doing your show. So do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on your socials and all that Absolutely. stuff?
1: Absolutely. The podcast is called Rist- Resting Bitch Face and you can see the Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod. So, yeah, head over there and you can listen to us talk about just random news, random shit. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, that's where we get real.
1: Oh my, I can't tell you how much I love hearing Jody and Amanda do the bro voice when they talk about the (laughs) it's going to be lit. I'm like, I'm laughing every time. It's never gets old. That
0: ponytail was tight. Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) That shit makes me laugh so hard. I love it.
0: (laughs) And now I'm like laughing so hard. I'm going to have a hack attack. Okay, guys, go listen to Resting Bitch Face, and I love you guys so much, and uh, we'll talk next week. Bye! Bye!